Hey there. So do you have a favorite brand? Have you ever thought about like the origin of that brand? What it initially started out with? Was it a single product or did it have a full product line? Let's think about some brands like Nike. When you think Nike, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? A lot of you may think shoes, um, but Nike has expanded into a whole line of clothing and accessories and so much more. When a brand does that, that is called brand stretching. And so many brands do that. And we're going to talk about why they do it, what it really is, and the advantages and disadvantages of brand stretching. A Black History Moment. Charlotte Fortin Grimke was the first black teacher to work at the Penn School in South Carolina, a school established to help educate newly freed black slaves after the Civil War. Later, she worked with the U.S. Treasury Department to help recruit black educators. A quote from Charlotte. May those whose holy task it is to guide impulsive youth fail not to cherish in their souls a reverence for truth, for teachings which the lips impart must have their source within the heart. Charlotte Fortin Grimke You're listening to Marketing Adventure, the hub for business, fashion, marketing, and other CTE educators who integrate marketing into the learning experience. I'm your host, Jackie Walker. Each week, I'll cover marketing education concepts, strategies, tips, trends, frameworks, and other information to equip you to connect your classroom to digital natives while cultivating an engaged learning environment. So come on into the room where your favorite beverage, snacks, and even your cell phone are all welcome. Let's talk about brand stretching. I'm going to refer to it as brand stretching. And you, when you look it up on the internet, you'll find them using the word brand extension um, along with brand stretching. But sometimes brand extension also means something different. So just for the sake of our conversation here, I'm going to stick with brand stretching. Okay, so what is brand stretching? Brand stretching is when a company, a brand decides to create a new product line in a product category that they currently do not have as a part of their established brand. Now, this um, brand stretching, brand extension, again, I'm going to call it brand stretching, um, can fall into several categories of, and look, you know, it looks different based on what that brand is trying to do. So there, I'm just going to talk about seven different ways that a brand can stretch their um, name, their image, and all of that. And then we're going to get into why do they want to do it? Um, And then we'll talk about some advantages and disadvantages because there are, um, you know, it's positive for a lot of brands, but then it can be um, backfire on them. All right. So let's talk about 
let's talk about why. Why does a brand want to stretch their image, their logo, everything that they're all about, their whole essence? Why would they want to to stretch that into another category that they don't currently exist in? Um, well, they may want to remain competitive. Of course, revenue is a main driver. They want to increase their revenue. Um, they want to grow with the trends that are out there right now. Um, or they may want to capitalize on their established name, of course, and uh, grow in other areas. And then they just may be looking to diversify because uh, maybe they've uh, done all they could in one particular category and they see that people really trust their name and their brand and they really want to, uh, you know, try things out in another category. And we're going to talk about, you know, the advantages and disadvantages of doing that. As I stated before, brands can stretch in several different ways um, that and it, it's suitable to whatever they're trying to accomplish by um, stretching the brand. So let's talk about there's seven that I'm going to mention. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly and not going to spend any extended amount of time on them. But just to introduce you to the various ways that they can stretch their brand. So the first one is a product extension. Um, and this one is when a business releases new products that are separate from the ones that they're offering currently. Um, and But the items that they're offering complement the first one. So just, we're not going to stay in the fashion lane when we talk about this because fashion can be a little bit harder to understand with brand stretching. So we'll, you know, jump around to different industries. So for this, we're going to talk about coffee. So, you know, coffee makers, Folgers, um, Starbucks, all those, you know, are coffee makers. Um, and that's their main product, coffee. But they can stretch their brand and add creamer. Creamer complements the coffee because most people use it in their coffee. So why not create a line of creamers if you're a coffee maker, right? So that's just an example. That's a product extension, making something that complements what you originally started to offer. Just like Nike tennis shoes, they might as well offer socks, right? Okay, hand in hand or shoestrings or what have you. Um, the second one is line extension. So this is when they create a line or even a product form that um, is an extension providing more options than the current product. So it may be a slight variation from the existing product offering, but it's for a very specific demographic and it provides um, different sides and options. So something of that nature, we're going to go into the health and beauty lane. Um, is toothpaste. So a toothpaste company, you know, toothpaste has been around for who knows how long, but now they offer toothpaste for sensitive teeth, toothpaste that fights tartar and all of these different things. So you go into the store and you're looking at the shelf and you're trying to figure out what toothpaste to, to um, buy. Now you have so many options. So they extended their offering stretch their brand name to include various types of toothpaste. So that's a line extension. The third one is a customer franchise extension. So 
This is when a business has a loyal customer base and is able to launch products um, beyond its current product category by targeting the same group of buyers. Um, So it gives the company a broader range of products um, and people trust them. So they'll they're building their market demographic based on people who trust them. So an example of this is when a store is selling, uh, say, like soccer cleats, um, but they begin to sell other sports gear that target athletes and active individual with whom, you know, they already have an established relationship with. So you're looking at just diving more into that customer that you've already established that relationship with and you're targeting them with more items. Um, Maybe not necessarily that you didn't stay in a soccer lane, but you said, okay, if we created soccer cleats and they like them, then, hey, we can get over here and we can create football cleats or we can get over here and we can create um, uniforms or equipment that people would use who are athletic. So that is customer franchise extension. The next one is a company um, expertise, company expertise, I should say. Uh, When a company creates a related product category based on a certain skill they possess, um, they can use their expertise and their reputation in another product category to reach more of an audience base, right? So this may be, for example, a company who's um, selling kitchen appliances and um, they're popular because they're innovative and they make visually appealing designs. So because they're popular for their designs and their innovation, um, they may start to extend themselves into, say, like the home furniture area. Now, you know, kitchen appliances belong in the home. So a lot of times, you know, if you're one of those people who are into interior designs, you want to keep your brand look, style, lifestyle consistent throughout. And so it's wise for a company that does appliances to say, hey, let's look into the area of home furniture. Um we can apply our same style, whether it's minimalism or whether it's, whether it's bright and attractive colors or what have you. So that's an example of a company using like their innovation and their um, what they're good at to move into another area. And this makes me think of sharper image because we all know sharper image has this like um, high tech, sleek, minimalist kind of look. And so when they, expand into another area, you will recognize that style. And you're like, that, that, I knew that was sharper image, right? All right. So that's company expertise. The next one is brand distinction. So when companies have a brand distinction, they're offering products for distinct populations. And an example of this is um, if a company is focused on offering organic products such as hand soaps, then they may start providing special soaps for those that have, say, dry hands or deal with eczema or different things of that nature. So they already are known to, you know, because of the organic hand soaps. And so um, a person who only wants to buy organic and they're dealing with skin issues, 
this would definitely benefit them because the company that they like to buy organic from now is focused on offering a distinct product that's suitable for dry skin. So that's brand distinction. And a, a lot of these are, I mean, they're running in the same kind of lane, but they're really um, pinpointing like what it is about the brand extending their brand name and image and all of the things that are related to it into another area. All right. So I have two more to go. Um, transfer of component. Now this is when um, a brand has distinct features on their products. Um, like they are eco-friendly ingredients. Um, maybe they're bright color or they're a soft fabric. So these are just some things that you know this company by um, because of these distinct traits. Um, so they use their notable taste or their notable ingredients or other elements about the product um, to attract people who already like these features about the product. All right. And something that um, you can use as an example for this is, say, a perfume company that has a distinct scent that you like um, and they begin selling that um, making other products that carry that same scent. So if it's say like a vanilla, you know, this unique vanilla smell and it's a perfume, but now they're making laundry detergent or even candles that carry that distinct scent. So that would probably make you think of places like Bath and Body Works uh, where you can buy one particular scent in just about anything, <laughs> Lotion, spray, soap, um, candles, uh, wallflowers, whatever they have, they will have it in, they will have that scent in all of those different products. So that's just a transfer of component. And then the seventh one is um, extending or stretching a brand by leveraging a lifestyle. So with this, and, and, you know, it's big these days to um, talk about lifestyle branding. Um, you're creating a culture and a set of values um, for a consumer. And you're giving the customer something to relate to visually, um, such as adventurous spirit or hardworking mentality. And once you've created this particular recognizable lifestyle that you're promoting with your brand, um, it can expand into other items that will help the consumer embody that particular lifestyle. So anything that you come out with, they're like, oh, I need to get this because I love this brand. Um, an example could be like a stationary business and um, you may, you you know, they may have elegant um, cards that you love to buy. And they may then decide to expand into um, offering pens because when you have a card stationary, you need to write with something, right? So it's only suitable that that company would come out with a pen or maybe even watches or maybe even um, dishes like coffee cups or things like that, that you know, helps that person buy into that lifestyle, right? 
So that is extension by leveraging um, a lifestyle. So those are the seven different types of ways. And I'm pretty sure if we really dive into it and look a little bit more, we could think of some other ways in which companies are extending their brands. Hey, adventurous educator, did you know that CTE month is in February? Well, in honor of you, I am giving away free fashion marketing resources every Friday in February. I will have a drawing and I will provide a free fashion marketing project or activity to the winner. So go on to my description or the show notes and click on giveaway so that you can get your name in the hat. I look forward to all the wonderful winners that we're going to have. Now back to the show. So let's talk about the advantages of stretching your brand into other categories. There is a whole list of advantages and I won't go into every single last one of them, but I will go into, um, let's say about five of them because there's over 20. All right. So it, the advantage of stretching a brand instead of trying to create a whole nother name or anything like that is it is less risky and it is cheaper compared to creating a whole new brand Two, consumers have knowledge of a brand. They know this brand's reputation. They know this brand's quality, their ethics and things of that nature. So they're already familiar with the brand. Three, consumers trust existing names and known brands. So there, there's a trust factor there. They know what they're getting. Another one is that consumers will more likely um, try a new product if it does have the brand name on it versus, you know, some unknown name being dropped and they're like, who is this? What is that? And then um, also... It enhances the visibility of the existing brand and you start putting your name on something that's in a different category. It may bring light to your product, um, your brand name to people who weren't necessarily shopping your brand previously. But now that you've crossed over into a category of products that they actually buy, they may be like, oh, I didn't know this brand made this. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they may look into it. So it increases the chances of them purchasing. It provides a source of energy for a brand. So this could revitalize a brand that kind of has faded to the back. It could help bring it back to the front and and top of mind for people. Um, I want to say, I don't know. I think about this. This keeps popping into my head. And I think about Adidas. Adidas had, you know, really falling back and um you know nike of course was front of mind to everyone um but adidas then made a surge and um i noticed this when they started bringing uh, celebrities and let's look at beyonce's whole line that she introduced of clothing it didn't have anything to do with working out it was style. It was clothing had our, our trends had moved into um, women wearing 
activewear, sportswear with heels and dressy shoes. And so Beyonce then came up with this whole line of, of clothing by Adidas. And that put Adidas really back at the forefront because people, it had faded a little bit. And honestly, it had faded. So bringing a new energy to a brand. There are so many advantages listed here. I'm not going to, I would spend too much time um, here going through all of them, but I tell you what I will do. I will have a document that you can have access to that will have all of this information on it um, as far as the advantages and the disadvantages so that you can have access to this um, to talk about with your students. So definitely I will just um, check in the show notes and in the description for brand stretching list and I will put that out there so that you'll have access to it. So let's move on into talking about some disadvantages. Some di- and the disadvantages are way less than the advantages, okay? All right. So a disadvantage is when this new product category that you put out can overshadow your existing brand products. Uh, the one that has been your staple for all this time can become overshadowed. And then you may be looking at declining sales. Um, another thing is that um, it could work against you. Like if, if you put out a, a new product category line and the example that's given here is like tires, Firestone tires, um, being used by Ford and there was a defectiveness with the tires. So then Firestone gets the um, bad reputation for the tires um, that they've put out. It's specifically for Ford. And so it backfires on the Firestone brand. So that could happen um, because you don't do well in that category And you could become known for not doing well in that category. Your brand name is tied to it. So then people will tie um, that to the other products that you originally had as a part of your brand. Um, You could also dilute your brand identity. Um, Then people won't recognize you as the source for a particular thing because you spread your name to in and in other areas and they won't feel like you are the expert or the go-to product or brand for a particular thing. So that kind of dilutes your brand. So you have to be careful about that and make sure you're not diluting your brand, but that you're enhancing your brand. So another thing is that because uh, it may be too competitive in a in that new category that you really don't thrive. So you're you know, moving into that new category, really, you risk the opportunity or the chances that you will not be the front runner. And you may be a front runner in your current lane. But when you go into this new category, you're no longer the front runner, which could tank your name a little bit or, you know, of course, lose revenue, um, not being the front runner. And those are just some of the disadvantages of brand stretching. So brand stretching, all in all, is a risk. It's a chance that you take, um, a company takes when they decide to move into a, um, an, a lane that they currently have not been in and decide to move into a new product category. Now, 
this companies do this all the time, whether they do it just by extending their existing name or they go ahead and create a whole nother brand. Um, so companies are always adding um, products, um, lines, uh, trying out new things because there's, they're always trying to increase their revenue. Now I do have a project that um, I had my students to do that allowed them to create a new category of products using a, an existing brand name. It's pretty fun. It was very interesting uh, what the students would come up with. Um, I definitely can point you to that in my TPT store. Um, it's called Brand Stretching Product. Um, and what it is, it allows the students to create a new product line um, in a product category that currently doesn't exist for an existing brand. And because my students are fashion students, they were all, they, you know, they chose fashion brand names and it was really interesting to see what they would come up with. And there's really, from a teenager's perspective, some of these companies need to listen to what the teenagers are, are saying, but um, you definitely can... Um, take a look at this project in my store. Um, it's a very collaborative project. I generally put the students in teams. It's ideal for them to be in teams of four um, where they can have a product a project manager, a design and product development person, a retail and logistics person, and a marketing person, and let them come together to create this new product line and a new category and just watch all of the synergy. So definitely take a look at that in my store. I will link to it in the description and in the show notes. Once again, thank you for joining me here at Marketing Adventure. I hope you have a wonderfully blessed day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Adventure. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with someone you think would benefit from the information shared here today. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, find me on Instagram at Marketing Adventure. All links and resources discussed in this episode can be found in the show notes at marketingadventure.com.